0: None of us knows how many years, months, weeks, days, hours, minutes, seconds we have left before we breathe our last breath here on this earth. But let's assume that it's a finite period, because it is. So here's a question for you today. How are you going to spend that finite time? What's your purpose in being for the rest of your days here on earth? For joining me as today we take another look at the year ahead from a different perspective. And please do stay tuned because in just a few minutes I'll be telling you about the powerful prayer that could be coming your way to help you through whatever you happen to be dealing with in your life just at the moment. It's a sobering thought, isn't it? The time that you and I have left on planet Earth is finite. It'll come to an end one day, no doubt, at a time than we least expect it. Now, I run a busy diary in my life. I, I use an electronic one that's available on my computer, my tablet and my smartphone, so that no matter where I am, I can check my diary, add in tasks and appointments and, and move things around. In fact, I really don't know how I manage my life before I have this diary that replicates itself instantly and automatically across all my devices. This week and next week are pretty much all taken. You certainly wouldn't get a meeting with me this week and a couple of slots are left next week maybe for emergencies and even the week after next is starting to fill up. And there are diary entries for speaking engagements and all sorts of things that reach out over the next 18 months or in my diary, all colour-coded. Board stuff, broadcasting stuff, admin stuff, meetings, personal stuff, even the odd holiday. Put in my diary way ahead of time so I don't book anything else. All good stuff. But think about this. The Lord could demand my life of me today, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow morning. I mean, I don't know. I'm planning and working as though I have a long time left on planet Earth. I feel like I have, but really, none of us knows. I don't know. And you don't know. Remember once a few years back, with an equally busy diary, I fell quite ill and ended up in hospital. I mean, I was, I was really very sick. Do you have any idea how irrelevant that diary became to me as I was lying there in that hospital with, with tubes sticking out of me? All the things I thought were important became unimportant. All the things I thought I had to get done this week, next week, the week after, they were left undone as I recovered. And I know this is going to shock you. no. The world didn't come to an end and there wasn't a rupture in the space-time continuum because Bernie didn't get done the things he planned to do. And I imagine that one day the Lord will take me home and that diary with all its appointments and tasks that were oh so important, well, they'll just get deleted off the computer, off the tablet, off the mobile phone, out of the cloud. And that will be that. And it's going to be exactly the same for you. All the things that you thought were so important won't get done, will be no more, and will be forgotten. So now I want you to think about what really is important. In the time that you have left, what is your purpose for being here on this earth? What's your principal purpose? Because it's that purpose that will start to guide the things that you put in your diary. It's your purpose that will tell you which tasks and meetings are important And which ones really aren't. It's your purpose that'll decide how exactly you spend your years, months, weeks, days, hours, minutes and seconds between now and when you breathe your last. Now it seems to me if our purpose is just to get stuff done here and now that we need to get done, to make money, to put food on the table and enjoy life, then well, that's a pretty myopic, short-sighted view and it's a recipe for a short-term life, a life that stops dead when your heart stops. When Jesus was asked which of the commandments, all 613 of them in the Old Testament, was the most important, this is what he said. Mark chapter 12, verses 29 to 31. The most important is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second one is this, you shall love your neighbour as yourself. There is no... Commandment greater than these. Now, let's imagine for a moment that you were to take that to heart. Let's imagine that you decided, if you haven't already, that with every breath that you take between now and then, you decide to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, with every fiber of your being, and similarly, to love others as you love yourself. Might I ask you, if that were true, if that became your purpose for living? How would it change the things that you put in your diary? How would it change your priorities? How, how would it change what you spend your time on? What I've always found in my life, and I'm pretty sure it's true in your life as well, is that nothing changes in what I say or do until something changes in my heart. The reason I know it to be true is not that it's true in my experience, but because it's precisely what Jesus said. Luke chapter 6, verse 45. The good person out of the good treasure of the heart produces good, and the evil person out of the evil treasure produces evil, for it is out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks. There are many people today whose life isn't going in the right direction. Often we don't know why, we just know it's not right. There's a lack of joy, there's a lack of fulfilment, or perhaps there's a pain of regret, and often we don't know what the right direction even looks like. And if perhaps you sense that that's what's going on in your life today and you're looking for a fresh start in this new year, then I want to encourage you with all that I am, I want to implore you to have a change of heart, to establish your purpose based on what Jesus said was the most important thing. And that is to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. Love your neighbour as yourself. Because if that truly becomes your purpose in living, then God will set a new life before you. A life that, whilst hard some days, you'll know is heading in the right direction. God's word in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 9, says that whilst we in our minds plan our way, the Lord orders or directs our steps. It's an interesting symbiosis. That's God giving you and me a clear role in choosing the direction in which our life heads. You can choose today to make Jesus' most important things your most important things. Or you can choose today not to do that, but instead to make your most important things your most important things. Which one of those two do you think is going to work better for you in the long run? Just a few verses earlier, God says this, Proverbs chapter 6, verse 7. When the ways of the people please the Lord, he causes even their enemies, to be at peace with them. Would, would you rather have peace or strife? Would you rather have the Lord ordering each step or be tripping over yourself as you head in the wrong direction? See, this is why so many people's lives are such a mess. We, we can't go off and do it our way and expect God to come along and, and dance to our tune and clean up a mess. No, God loves us more than that. If we head off in our own direction according to our own priorities, he'll let us suffer the consequences to bring us to our senses. So, back to your choice. What's it going to be? What will you make the guiding purpose of the things that go into your diary? The things that you sacrifice your time for? The things that you will spend the rest of your life doing? Because make no mistake about it, time is short, time's running out. I don't care how far you've planned ahead, one day as you lie in a box in a funeral home somewhere, those tasks in your diary are going to be gathering cobwebs. Do you want a new start this year? Then perhaps it's time to head in a new direction. Before I go, I'd just like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at powerfulprayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with A Different Perspective.